This is uh, our mission partner, Ariana Walker. Um, it's a living miracle that you're here. We, we really didn't know if we'd ever see you again. <laughs> I know. Your country kept me out for 20 yeah, months. That's exactly <laughs> right. So she got to come today. If you don't know who Ariana is, Ariana is, is your technical title CEO? Yeah. CEO of Mercy UK and a big missions partner. And I want to st start out by just, she's going to talk to us in just a minute, but I want to start out by um, sharing a victory. So if you're a guest today or if you weren't here during those months, uh, back in 2019, you know, Rob Harvey, who is your brother-in-law, um, great British man, uh, you know, and uh, he's great. We have a lot of good jokes and we both like tweed and, and uh, we, we talk about those weird things. But we were standing at that horse barn in front of the Mercy House and I was asking Rob about his, about the future. Now, this was right about October of 2019. Nobody knew what was coming. And he said, uh, Jason, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, mercy needs help. We were doing so much work in the UK to share Christ and share the freedom of Jesus. But we have this massive need of, we, we're at a techno technology mountain and he said, I don't know what's going to happen because we're not going to be able to do ministry across the UK if we don't have. If, and then he turned to me and he said, to be really candid with you, we're hoping y'all come through. <laughs> I'm like, well, dang, Rob, you know. And, and yeah, because and he, and, he's just a good brother and I could hear in his heart. like He didn't know. Time was running out. So we came into this room. We, we shared a vision that could we take up an offering for our friends at Mercy UK. And we, end, we, we ended up, I, I, I was blown away. We ended up taking about just over $50,000 in one weekend. Now, with that $50,000, what you guys bought... We bought laptops for all the uh, team uh, because we needed to upgrade all the... All the computers had been there since 2007, I think, or yeah. something. And Microsoft were basically saying, we're not going to support any of the systems you've got anymore. Uh, so we needed to upgrade every machine in the building. And we decided to actually go for laptops so that we could be a bit more flexible, which was in January 2020, I believe we did that. Uh, and then about Sent 10... us a picture of a pallet yeah. <laughs> of computers, and they were going... Look what just showed up. Yeah. yeah, and then 10 weeks later, when our country shuts down and everyone has to work from home, guess what everybody had? A laptop. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. God's provision just ahead of time was miraculous, actually. And so due to your uh, amazing generosity, we were blessed to be able to uh, work through that season uh, really and successfully. Remote. And work remotely. And when, they, when I say the UK went into lockdown... I'm going to say this in a southern way. Y'all don't know lockdown until you've seen the UK. I mean, it was like house prison. It was house prison. Literally every store was closed. We, you could go out. One person from the household could go do the grocery shop. Uh, you were allowed out for one hour a day to do your daily exercises. It was literally like prison. Um, our dog loved it because everybody was taking it. Because you could go extra if you had a dog. So we were like, yeah, it's my turn to take the dog. It's my turn to take the dog. So I just wanted to share with you a victory that the Lord used 
all of us here to do that. But Ariana is, I, I, we got a, a guest speaker today, and, and, and you're going to hear from Brother John in just a minute. Um, but I, I wanted you to, to hear from her about, specifically, we're, we're going to be going through Keys to Freedom in January. And we're, we, man, listen, whether you have a group or not, you can do that individually. But part of the reason we're doing Keys to Freedom is but you, you hear us talk all the time at Clearview that, that God did not create you by accident, right? You weren't just put on the planet just because, right? Aren't you glad you were born for a reason? I'm glad that I was born for a reason. But, but because of that, we, we know that you're never going to fulfill God's call on your life if you're weighted down. You know, if you had to climb a mountain, you wouldn't climb it with a backpack full of rocks. You just wouldn't do that. And so freedom is about you finding out who you are in Christ and actually having the tools to use that. So we're going to ask everybody if they would be willing to go through Keys to Freedom. I'm going to preach every Sunday on a specific key. It is a discipleship tool that's going to help you with anything from anger, depression, anxiety, frustration, uh, issues about uh, anything from pride, you, you name it, anything that holds that, that you continually struggle with. And the reason we brought Ariana up here is because they use this, and they, you've seen the UK churches just transform. Tell them about what you've seen in churches yeah, as a result. Yeah, it's just, I think it's, we've, we launched it in 2017. I think over 25,000 copies of Keys to Freedom have been sold in our very small nation, which is huge. Over 400 churches in the UK now use Keys to Freedom as their chosen discipleship model that they take their entire congregations through. I think what's really important to understand about Keys to Freedom, that it's not for women. Uh, I think because we're a, traditionally a women's ministry, people have thought, oh, it's mercy, that's women. Or it's for women and it's for broken women. It's for life-controlling issues. But Keys to Freedom is neither of those things. Keys to Freedom is an eight-week workbook that you can do 20 minutes a day, devotional style at home with a pen, a Bible, and the Holy Spirit. And you go through that yourself and if you want to be in a group, you can be in a group. But most people, well, lots of people don't like sitting around talking about their feelings. So you can also do it as an individual and just have someone in the church who's helping you through that, that you can stay in contact with. So it's super, super flexible. Uh, like I said, 400 churches across the UK and lots of testimonies coming back from uh, people who've been Christians their entire life and never understanding that freedom isn't just a one-time thing that you come forward in a to call and some, you know, man of God prays over you and then you're all done and fixed and that's it. Your, your life is now free. No, no, freedom is a journey. Freedom is a process. Freedom is something of a day-to-day -day walk with the Holy Spirit that you find new levels of freedom in your life and helping people to understand that that includes all of us. Not, you know, not disqualifying ourselves because, you know, we don't have an eating disorder or we don't self-harm, but maybe you're up at night all night worrying about the meeting you've got tomorrow or about your children or about your health or maybe you struggle to put boundaries down. Maybe you uh, are desperately insecure and constantly hoping people don't find out that you're not all that. You know, so there's lots of just the human nature of our imperfections that we are able to find freedom in and through Christ if we know the tools. Uh, and and this, this study just helps you learn those tools. It's just a toolbox, basically. It's a toolbox. It's a toolbox. Yeah, you know, she said something the other day when we were all gathering. She said, it's pretty profound what you said in your, in your Yorkshire way. Uh, she said, most people are passively waiting on the power of God. 
because they're afraid to engage in a powerful process. So think about that. Most people are, is that how, did I say that right? Kind of. You say it. Uh, I, I said that there's a, there, there is a lot, lots of people I come across who are, who are waiting passively for God's power to move on them. So they're waiting for God to do it. I'm, I'm going to come forward for prayer. I'm going to wait for God. I'm going to wait for God. I'm going to wait for God. Instead of actually understanding that God very often stretches out his hand and asks us to partner in a powerful process with him. Um, and I use the example of the story in the Bible of Naaman who uh, was suffering, if you don't know the story, very briefly, he was suffering from leprosy, he was a successful warrior, he was a captain, he was a general in, the, in, in an army, but, but, he had a but, we all have buts, all, he had leprosy, <laughs> and uh, he had an issue, and he needed help with that, and he sought out the man of God, went for prayer, and he actually says, I thought that he would surely call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the spot and, and bring my healing. Uh, and instead, what the man of God says is, no, no, you're going to not be healed in one go. I'm going to ask you to go to the river and dip seven times. Seven meaning perfection, meaning till Process. it's done. Process. Keep doing it. Keep doing until it's done. Keep doing until it's done. And, and he had to overcome his disappointment and his frustration at God's response not being an instant, sudden freedom moment, but instead being a freedom journey. And I think for all of us, that's an important lesson to take away and to understand that that is our Christian life. It is a freedom journey. It's a walk in freedom on an everyday Paul basis. Paul says, keep on being filled. Yes. Keep on being filled. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted you to hear from uh, uh, the... The, the tip of the spear in the UK that is seeing people engage in the process, right? And you're going to have to learn to say that southern process. We, we add a syllable to everything. So there's a, there's a process. That, that, but you hear that. The Lord works in processes. He really does. And it's a toolbox. You know, you often don't think about sharing something with somebody like a tweet or an email or sending them a sermon or sending them a podcast. You don't often think of that as missions, but it is. It's not that you have to send it to the whole world or post every single thing we do at Clearview on your feed. But if, if you've heard a sermon or if you've listened to a podcast, think through your life. I mean, God, who needs to hear this? Sometimes it, it, it doesn't need to go on your Facebook page. Sometimes it needs to go on your Twitter. But sometimes just a simple text to one person can make all the difference in the world is sending them the Word of God in real time. Share it. You'd be surprised how far it goes.